The following program is for adult audiences only. This is. This is. Eric and Gord, what if we're right? Live, right now. Are you ready? Find and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Hi there. Happy Wednesday again. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't even know the month. September. September? Something? Yep. September 20-something. September 20-after Election Day. 27. I'm Eric, talking at you as always from the 10th floor penthouse suite at the Sandman Hotel in beautiful downtown Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where I went today and finally got my two doses of the thing that doesn't help prevent me from contracting or spreading this virus. And yet somehow I still have to wear the fucking paper thing that says on the box it does nothing to stop the virus. Yep. That's not, I don't understand how any of this makes any fucking sense anymore. Um, my favorite thing so far is uh, you need the your your proof of double vaccine to go into a restaurant, but to sit in an enclosed in patio, it's fine. Yeah. You don't need I, one. <laughs> I got kicked out of a restaurant last night, actually. Um, Old Flanagan's Pub, it's like the biggest, most popular pub in Kelowna. There was two guys in there and I got thrown out. It's like, I need to see your vaccine card. I'm like, no, you don't. She's like, well, I have to ask you to leave. I'm like, great. Enjoy your $4 in tips tonight, you weirdo. <laughs> like, oh, that's just great. If if the shutdowns didn't uh, destroy business, this will for sure. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's going to I don't care. Here's how this situation goes, okay? I tell you how many people I'm with, and you tell me what table to sit at. That's the end of our interaction. I don't, I'm not telling you the size of my dick. I'm not telling you my vaccination history. I'm not telling you my fucking gender or my sexual orientation. Nothing. Just bring me a menu and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't, I'm not divulging any of this shit. Maybe I'm vaccinated. Maybe I'm not. Maybe it's none of your fucking business. Go away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, what, what, what can you say? You're not lying. <laughs> You're really not lying. So. That's what I said to the first girl. She's like, uh, you have to tell me if you're vaccinated. I'm like, tell me the color of your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it's, if we're sharing personal information, it's, it's between me and my doctor and my God. Go ask one of them. <laughs> and I guarantee you, you're not going to be able to contact my God. So <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a busy man. He's a very busy man. He keeps trying to kill me by making me make horrible decisions and move into the woods. Hey guys, just so you know, Hey, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your friends. Um, numbers still looking good, which baffles the mind. Uh, thank you for that. I've decided because of all my horrible life situations lately that I'm just, I said, fuck it. I'm going full Unabomber. I'm moving to a cabin in the woods. <laughs> That's and like literally the name of a horror movie. <laughs> it, it, it feels like one. Um, <laughs> the road, like all, along the road, it's very windy and very slippery because it's always cold. And there's like just tread marks that just skid off into nowhere. Like every hundred feet, there's these black tread marks that just disappear over this cliff. Oh, that's And you're great. like, I'm hoping those are from where they backed up really fast and got away from that. <laughs> but probably not. Uh, the, the posted speed limit is 100. I don't think I've gone over about 37. <laughs> I wonder if you're going to see any Sasquatch. That'd be kind of oh, cool. Oh, guaranteed. If, I'm, if I ever was going to, this is the only time. Yeah. <laughs> it's magnificent. The place is just, it's a dirt road. And I went down the wrong dirt road 
and it looped back around to the it just went in a big loop and i ended up right where i started and i was like this is exactly how every fucking horror movie i've ever seen starts yeah that's true that's so that's like freaky i was terrified i said that to the landlord too i'm like i'm not coming this is how <laughs> horror movies start i don't trust you now <laughs> luckily she is... laughed she she thinks i'm very christian just just and, hope uh, that there's no crystal lake nearby <laughs> uh well there's idabel lake it's crystalline-ish i don't know i don't know what's in idabel it's creepy it calls it's called i don't know how they call themselves a resort um it's really that's a that's a very liberal use of that term um resort. i think as long as you have more than like more than two rooms and you offer something other than food then they can be called a resort yeah i don't think they have any of that i think it's just like a campground that's weird that's very strange Oh, uh, what to say? I don't even have a bad joke for that. No, me neither. I do have a bad <laughs> joke about this kid because this is where uh, the youth of today is. I bought a scooter, one of those scooters, electric scooter. That was going to be my way of commuting, not to my cabin. That'd be stupid. Um, <laughs> but I bought one, and I four days later I wiped out tremendously on the highway, and I didn't ride it anymore. Because uh, that's how my story goes. Anyway, I I went to sell the fucking thing on Facebook. And I, the first line of the ad was, does not work. Wire's broken. So this kid's like, I want to buy your... I don't know how old he was. He could be my age for all I know. But he's like, I want to buy the scooter. I'm like, okay, you read the whole ad, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, great. Come get it whenever you want. It's waiting for you. He's like, wait, what's wrong with it? I'm like, fuck. I just asked, did you read the whole ad? He's like, well, no, I didn't. Just tell me. I'm like, just go read the ad. And this is, mind you, we're all typing. We're, this is just on Messenger. We're just typing back and forth to each other. I go, go read the ad and then come back. He's like, I don't read good. Just tell it to me. <laughs> he says yeah. through Messenger. <laughs> You're reading what I'm typing to you, you fucking... How is that not reading? <laughs> this is oh, the problem man. with kids. This is, this is, this is society, uh, folks. Huh? This is it. That's that's where we're at. Those are, those are the people that are going to be looking after us when we're too old to take care of each other. Oh my god, that's that's oh, here we go. That's so terrifying. <laughs> that's such a terrifying thought. Fuck. I don't know. He could have been older. And then he said, "Fuck you! You wasted my time." From the like, kid who can't read. <laughs> you wasted my time by not reading the fucking ad in the first place and having this stupid ten minute conversation. He's like, "Go fuck yourself." I was like, "Yeah, that's awesome." <laughs> That's, By the way, I'm posting this conversation on social media, fucking dolt. Just letting you know. <laughs> it's all, everything on Eric and Gord's pages is public. <laughs> For the whole world. Just so all y'all know. <laughs> um, unless you explicitly tell me not to post it, I'm posting it. Um, and that gets me in just as much trouble as you. So we're all in this together. <laughs> Let's, um, I don't know. I guess we should touch on the fact that, uh, little Justy got his way. Yeah. I'm very disappointed in everybody. Um, I'm, I really didn't think it would happen. I, um, you know, I, I have this to say. I've actually been somewhat preparing this because I knew we were going to talk about it because we had to. Um, every single person that voted liberal. I need you guys to listen to me now and understand what I'm saying is fact and true. You hate Native Americans. You hate natural-born Canadians. You hate everything that your country stands for. 
And you believe that terrorists should come home and come stay in Canada and be reintegrated back to society without jail, without, without repercussions for what they've done. This is what you want because this is what you voted for. So every one of you motherfucking assholes that voted liberal, I'm going to go back to my original catchphrase with this one because you all motherfuckers deserve it. Eat a motherfucking bullet, every one of you. Fuck now, all to be, of you. Now, to be fair, if if you're a big fan of ridiculous amounts of debt that we'll never climb out of, that that's something that's... Oh, wait, that's bad too, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, create your own. If you love debt, create your own. To be honest, I, I'll pl- I will give the flip side of that coin in the fact that there was not a better alternative. Uh, all three of them are shit. A bag um, of sand is a better alternative. Possibly. And that's why I keep telling people, do not vote. Don't vote. That's the, don't vote for the lesser of two evils. That's just a crap thing to do. I wouldn't, if, if I put a plate of dog food and a plate of, or if I put a plate of garbage and a plate of dog shit, would you eat the garbage? Cause it's slightly better than the dog shit. No, you wouldn't eat either of them. Why do we vote that way? Oh, this piece of shit slightly less disgusting than that piece of shit. So I'm going to have that one make every decision that's important in my country for the next four years. Um, I've eaten garbage, so. <laughs> well, luckily we won't have to because O'Toole didn't win. And that's what would have, that would have been, if O'Toole came in, he would have just been, oh, look how not Justin I am. No more spending on anything ever. <laughs> and social uh, programs would have disappeared just like in Harper times. Yep. Anyway, whatever. Congratulations, dick fuck. Um, only other one than his father to have three in a row. Yeah. Now, doesn't this technically mean that he... Well, I guess this actually means he gets a technically a shorter term than what he would have uh, got if he had waited? No, longer, actually. Is it longer? Because he yeah. cut the election shorter. So does he do his two years to finish off? And then oh, does no. an additional four? No, you're right. It is shorter, I guess, if you put it that way. Yeah, because that sec his second term is cut. It sure. ends. It ends yesterday or whatever it was. Yeah. So his third, and then his third begins. Yeah. So he does get a shorter term, but he still gets three terms. Yeah. Fuck. And yet, what I don't fully get about this country, and we brought this up in the podcast before, is the closest we've ever had to an assassination attempt against one of our leaders in this country was a pie in the face to Kretchen. It's embarrassing. Like, I understand it's difficult to get a gun up here, but someone take a shot. We look like a joke. We get a pie in the face on Kretchen, and someone throws a rock at Trudeau. Come on. Someone just... I don't wish anybody to be hurt by any means, but take a shot. We look like a fucking joke. It's true. It's true. I mean, Canada as, 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 a, as a nation held the world record for a very long time for the longest sh- uh, kill shot ever done in history. Right. It was, we held that record for many, many. It was just beaten a couple of years ago by an American, but for many, many years, and it was like 1.7 fucking miles or some shit. It was ridiculous. See, you don't even have to leave your house. And I don't, I don't want anyone assassinated. I, I don't think that's a good idea, but like scare him, <laughs> wing him. Something. Them. Yeah, I'm okay with a near miss, but I mean, I'm talking near miss like there's still like a grazing. <laughs> well, yeah, That's I, like I want to see at least like the hole in the shirt. Yeah, exactly. Um, or at least a bandage the next day. Something. 
Well, well, you know, if you come within a half a mile of him, he's showing up in the next press conference with a bandage all over his head. And I almost got shot. It's like the bullet was a half a mile away. It was so scary. <laughs> I drove past Detroit on the on the Canadian side and almost got shot. Oh, almost... shut up, whiny bitch. Who's, who's on my phone? Um, So, hey, uh, Gord, I yeah. see there's a dude sitting next to you there. We have a guest tonight. We do, we do, we do. Um, and this is the first time, I have to say this, this is the first time since we ever uh, started this podcast that I've actually brought a guest. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, I guess so. That's actually true. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, and every once in a while, we like to have guests who have uh, something to say. Yeah. And it's been a while. So, Chad, welcome to the show, buddy. Hey, gentlemen. How you doing? Good. Sorry for the delay and the, the nope, long... Not, definitely intro. not a problem. It almost uh, was yeah. for me, hence the delay. <laughs> Where would you like me to start? Well, so let's do, like, as a... Like, I don't want to give away any information because what the stuff that that, that you can bring to the table here is pretty mind-numbing. Um, basically yes. what this is, is this is a case of, um, uh, child abuse that's going on in BC as we speak. And all the proper authorities have been contacted, been involved, interviews have been done. Um, and, uh, that's as far as the information I want to give on it right now, because, uh, well, Chad knows the information better than I do. Um, yeah. so I just think this is one of those things that would be great that, uh, we can get sort of like the word out and just sort of see just how fucked up society is and what actually goes on behind closed doors. And in some cases open fucking doors. So well, that's something we love to do on this show. Uh, it's very true. And we don't get as much of an opportunity as I'd like to by any means. So uh, absolutely. And if it's anything taking place in BC, I can certainly help a little more than Gord can from my vantage point. Well, I mean, Let's, I let's do have to this. warn you guys, though. I do work directly with COVID patients, so you might want to put your masks on. I don't know how it works with microphones, but. <laughs> <laughs> I just flipped uh, my beard up, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so, we're turning the floor yeah. over, ladies and gentlemen. This is Chad. I, I will start by saying I need as much help from authorities as I can. Uh, it's getting to the point where government officials will have to get involved as the RCMP and CPS have no desire to assist anymore. They um, have done what they claim is enough and are monitoring the situation. The couple involved in this child abuse ring, I will call it at this point, have gone from multiple provinces across Canada and now have themselves back into a corner because BC is the last province they can go. They have child abuse cases, uh, files open right across Canada. But the problem is because it's provincial, as soon as you move provinces, it starts all over again. And sorry, just to, just so sorry, we're doing our due diligence, uh, how, how are you related to these people? I am not related to these people uh, that I'm speaking of. Uh, we met them back in 2018 when we moved to a bedroom community in the province we were living in. And uh, I saw right through their personalities right away. I said to my wife, I said, don't have anything to do with them. 
They're bad people. I don't know what they're up to, but I don't have that good gut feeling. Hmm. So she turns around and befriends these people. I met the guy for the second time. So probably within a two week span. Anyone who's said, married, by the way, saw that coming right away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then he starts, this guy starts making jokes about having threesomes with my wife. Classy. That's, I mean, I this, said, this dude's a class act. And I said, like, what the fuck are you doing? And I, I, I lost it, of course, right? Because, you know, you got to protect your family. You got to protect your wife. You got to protect your kids. So well, 100%. Long story short, really, um, him and his wife are having a, a domestic dispute argument. And he ends up running over his four-year-old daughter with a yeah. van. Killed her. <sighs> So they turn around, this couple turns around and basically puts their their scope on my wife and her daughter. Because my daughter, my stepdaughter, replaces the one that they've lost now. Jesus Christ. Right. Told you. So, so at this, this point now, I'm, tra- I, I, I'm basically following them from province to province. To try and stop this this abuse from happening. I mean, we, where we are your wife of, and child at this point? Uh, north of where you live. Let's put it that way. I, I Fair don't enough. No, no, you don't have to give uh, details by any means. Right, right. Yeah, just north of where you live. Fair. <laughs> Jesus. So, so and uh, they are with, they have a, other children? There's a total of nine children in one household right now being abused. Jesus, and they're all, are they all these this couple's children? Are they adopted or eight? Eight of them. Eight of them are their their uh, biological children. Jesus, and my stepdaughter's in there as well. Why, if you don't mind, why is your stepdaughter with these people? Because she's with her mother. I and course, see. And of course, I don't have um, adoption papers or or legal rights unless I go through a lawyer to. Uh, to remove her from that house. And even then, even then, that's not an easy get from, from the courts. I'm in family court right now myself. Right. Um, and, and of course the thousands of dollars that goes along with it. Right. So um, your wife left you for this couple. Essentially. Wow. Yeah. Essentially. And, um, after doing some research, even just, even just today, actually before coming on, uh, a bunch of us, like fa- our our family, believes that my wife has uh, a bipolar disorder, and so now this couple is using that to their advantage as a manipulation tool. Yeah, I could, that's uh, that makes perfect sense. Um, so, fucking hell, eh? You know, like nine we've kids. Gone, yeah, we've we've gone to. CPS. We've gone to the RCMP. That was just within the last week. So, I mean, they still have to decide whether or not they want to fully investigate and, and so on and so forth. But the bottom line here is if nobody wants to do anything, another child has to die before they actually look at it and go, this was serious. Now, just to uh, kind of, I don't know, uh, abuse is, is a pretty serious allegation. Um, are, do you know that these children are being abused? Uh, we do. Uh, okay. We have, we have multiple text messages 
from my wife. Uh, sorry, let's let's backpedal for for a sec. I'm getting yeah, ahead no, of myself for sure. now. For sure. What what came of the of the death of the child? Was that is it covered up or how did they, how was there not charges or something in this we, we in this death? We can't figure that out. Um, at that time, Child and Family Services went out and did their their assessment, and somehow they were able to manipulate the situation in that it looked like an accident as opposed to what really went down right um even as an accident the story the story that we got was that the child wanted to go in the van with her dad no problem but i guess because the couple was arguing back and forth the father didn't see the child and thought the child went back inside meanwhile she got stuck underneath underneath the wheel of the van which happens always all the time um that's it happens to me every every Tuesday. So, I mean. well, just little kids like I don't know. That's just so fucking drives me nuts. Line, the bottom line here is the guy wasn't paying attention. Of course, yeah, that's, that's what I say. Too. At least some sort of like uh, driving with undue care or something. You'd think some sort of charge. But again, he turned it around and spun it around so that it looked like an accident. So I don't know how that happens. Um, we do know that these children have been taken from the parents at least once, uh, for a one year term in the past. Um, so (laughs) it shouldn't be this difficult to have them pulled again. Uh, but like I say, we have text messages, we have emails, we have all this information from an, the inside source being my wife in that who is residing inside this house right now of the abuse that's happening. That's insane. I don't understand what's going on with the RCMP in this province. Um, we have, we've got a very high crime rate here in Kelowna that just goes unchecked. People get away with, you know, brazen robberies. And well, every night places are being robbed and, and businesses being destroyed and stuff. And the cops just genuinely don't care. Well, and what I've, what I've noticed, too, is that they've been under scrutiny in BC as well. Lately. Very much so, yeah. Uh, under the wellness checks, I believe it was. It was on the news or something. Yeah. So they're uh, they're kind of uh, uh, apprehensive about doing anything. Well, yeah, that, that's kind of a two-way street, though. You know, if you stop tasering people to death and doing stupid shit, uh, you wouldn't be scrutinized so much. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, follow your, own, follow your own policies, right? Stop beating people up unnecessarily. Stop, stop doing all the shitty things that shitty cops do, and then we won't have to scrutinize you. But I get where they're coming from, too. I just like uh, how the, their, their outlook is, well, we're under scrutiny for shit. Well, then we're just not going to respond to anything. <laughs> we're just not going to respond That's to anything. Can't get in trouble yeah, that way. Of... Well, they know, though, that our hands are tied. We, we can't bring in. Most communities here couldn't bring in a municipal police force. No. Or uh, train them or afford to do that. So then they don't, it, it's probably, it's like a union thing, right? They're basically right. on strike. They're an essential service on strike. So we, we can't have cops help. We can't have child protective services. And they're fucking useless anyway. If they go out, check your house, you clean up your house two hours before they come and you're fine. Yeah. Um, That's the sad part of it. Yeah. They're supposed they to be before they show up too. No, they're not. Yeah, they're not supposed to. They're, they're supposed, supposed to be to, but spontaneous, but but I knew when they were coming. When I went through shit with uh, my kid, there you go. <laughs> um, so they're contradicting what their job is because they're supposed to go and catch you in the act of, you know, 
and uh, whatever it is that you're not supposed to be doing. So you're just getting the heads up anyways. And there's no there's no child protective course you can take. These people are just social workers, which I'm a social worker. That's not I'm not I'm not demeaning the profession by any means, but it's you're not qualified really to make these calls all the time that that you're out in the field making. That's why it's easy to be manipulated by couples like this. It's uh well, well it's like one of our witnesses that are in BC who went and made statements with the RCMP and CPS said that these people this couple really knows how to work the system. Yeah. You, you and it's it's easy to learn unfortunately. Yeah. So one of the things that I'd like to just sort of mention through my conversation with Chad about this was that um you showed this to a social worker or uh, or somebody here one of the same sort of divisions but here in in a different province yes yes we did and, and what was their reaction their reaction was had this family been residing in this province uh those kids would have been gone months ago so mm-hmm. my question is why are the guidelines so much different from this province to you know, other provinces. Oh, every in in every aspect of provincial law, they are, and that's that's a whole bunch of different factors. Look at the marijuana laws; like every province is wildly different. Absolutely, right? Same same sort of effect. But now the idea now is to streamline this. Like this is ridiculous. If one province says that these children should have been taken a long time ago. And this other province says the opposite. Well, where's your middle ground? Yeah, that's the problem with our, our system. There is no middle ground and there never will be. That's the, the way things are set up because there's we don't allow the federal government to control this kind of stuff. And luckily, I think, but because um, they're too disconnected from it. But we can't agree on things. And it always gets attached to something else. Like you're never going to have a provincial uh, meeting just on child protective services it's always like okay we have to agree on these 15 things at this summit and then you'd be like oh no drinking age has to be 18 no it has to be 19 oh fuck the abused kids (laughs) it's sadly enough though that things get overlooked right no for sure or there's some environmental bill or we don't like quebec being involved or whatever petty stupid thing that we don't we won't sign off on it and then eight eight important things get written off with it it's a stupid system that we have. Um, it's worse in the states, actually. And that's because terrifying. State to that state is, is uh, state to state is vastly different. The federal government has very little control over what the states do. You know, one of my favorite things I remember when uh, when when Trump was in in power there. One of the things he wanted to put in play was a um, a system where. Um, uh, immigration officers and cops could all access the same system. And therefore, if somebody, if, if the cops pull somebody over, they can actually get their immigration status brought up. Um, and everybody freaked out and said, you can't do this. And Trump's a racist. You can't do this. And it's actually, just, that's a very smart thing to do to keep the two things separate. No, to, to amalgamate it and put it together. Well, it would just make sense. I mean, like, you know, if, if you're out looking for criminals, if you're a cop and your job is to find criminals, wouldn't it help to say, I don't know, have information on where the who the fuck is a criminal? No. Nope. Well, <laughs> they, they might. They, they just don't have their immigration stuff. That's what happened here. That's why 
uh, they couldn't. We we got Ming Wan Zhu. Yeah. Oh, but an update on that too, by the way. But we'll get to that later. Um, two Michaels. They're not coming home apparently, according to one of their wives. Ever? Ever. They're dead. Oh, that's great. Uh, Michael Spavor's wife held a press conference, said, "Please leave it alone. They're they're dead." Wow. Um, she's she's pretty uh, not happy with Justin Trudeau and the Trudeau government and the the whole shenanigans because they're still not talking about it. Um. Anyway, that'll be the two Michaels will will solve after the child abuse case. <laughs> wow. Um. So where so there. RCMP hasn't thrown their hat in the ring completely yet, and Child Protective Services has said they are done. They've 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 done all they can do. I mean, they still do the uh, the the you know the two week visits or or whatever the case it is. But I mean, they they don't they're not pursuing uh, pulling the kids or anything like and that. And do you have do you have any sort of parenting time with your child? Uh, not with my stepdaughter. No. Wow. I mean, this is this side of it is still fresh. Um, it's only been a few months, but I mean, these people have been doing this bullshit for years, right? So, of course, it's it's a matter of getting all your evidence and your paperwork and everything together. But now you find out that authorities will take the information, they'll put it in a file, and they'll just tuck it away under the rug somewhere. I don't think they actually do that. I think that's just a fucking thing they say. I want to see all these files. Oh, yeah, we'll file it. You're not filing shit, you lying fucks. You think so? I have no idea. I could be wrong. I just don't trust them a lot. I'm a big fan of cops. I'm not anti-cop. I like cops. I they, they keep, I'm alive probably because of them. But because lots of people want to kill me a lot. I'm not real popular. <laughs> Stop it! You're hell. You're highly loved by everybody you come in contact with. Um, oh yeah, that was the other thing I had to talk about. Flower for a minute, the flower corp. Um, so I just I, I like cops. I I not very happy with the RCMP at the moment. Uh, just in BC because I just keep hearing that they're not doing anything, and I'm witnessing firsthand what they do. I rarely see them on the streets. Um, if ever I drove in this province, when I first got here, I drove for three months with, without a license plate on my vehicle. Like li- physically wow. there was no plate on, let alone me not having an, any insurance. I didn't even bother to put a plate on the car, like a fake one and made it three months without anybody noticing. Uh, the cops are just non-existent around here is my point. Um, that was a made up story just to make a point. I didn't really do that. Don't look into it. Um, <laughs> whatever you do. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we have a big problem with the legal system in this country. Um, and I think I, I can't speak to other provinces, but I know in BC how overworked and underpaid and uncaring they are now. Uh, so right. what do we do if, what is our, what's the next step? I guess is the question. If we, if we know this is going on, we have proof that this is going on. No one wants to help. I don't know what, what do we call Dr. Phil. You go, I, I believe that's where you go to your parliament. Yeah, your, absolutely. Now, curiosity question, because I'm the type of guy that, you know, I, I don't mind throwing people under the bus and publicly fucking slamming the shit out of them for pulling shit that I don't like. So what about, say, 
when you speak like whatever say officer or whoever you you've been speaking to what if you went to like the media or whatever and publicly slammed them and held them personally responsible to say you're allowing just so you know when this when one of these nine kids dies that's on your hands because you couldn't be bothered to do your job that's where i'm at right now i'm i'm trying to find the uh the links and and uh information to to get to the media well that's not hard to do they would love to cover something like this i did Um, get a message hold hold that thought for just a second though because i did get a message about a year ago when i tried to do the same similar uh attempt uh, from one of the media outlets saying that they're very sketchy on on discussing things like this because they have they, they, they can't put out uh, anything that that gives out names or ages because they're all underage right yeah of course give out any of that yeah. information so they don't really want to touch it but I mean I guess if you're just like like Gord said if you're willing to slam the RCMP or or child protective services against the wall because they're not doing their job, that's the part, that's the side of it that they wouldn't mind. Uh, well, you can always there's like that steel on your side and those public interest like news people that Linda Steele like she just comes out and does like public interest stuff. She's not really um like a journalist so to speak. I might be an I I would I would caution against just specifically calling out uh a local RCMP officer, just because then every time you're doing 51, you're getting a fucking speeding ticket. Well, every time you would do, I, I think you would do it uh, in the sense of the RCMP as a whole. For yeah, example. this particular department. Right. Uh, instead of you know individualizing anybody. Because and I'm a big fan of like Gord said. I don't mind calling people out when when my ex-wife's um, sister was being very badly beaten by her husband on a almost weekly basis i put posters up around the neighborhood with a big picture of him smiling and waving and said hi i'm a child i'm a i'm an abusive spouse <laughs> and it went all over yeah. this is a very small we were on a native reserve so it was quite the whole community knew by the end of the day oh boy <laughs> hi i'm joey <laughs> i beat my wife <laughs> and it got out real quick and he stopped right away um, Funny thing about that, eh? He wasn't happy, but yeah. Have you have you thought about just naming the family and go, hey, look, go to his work, go to these like wherever they work, talk to their friends. Well, see, they they don't work. Like I said, they manipulate the system. They uh, they have a under the table style of business. Oh well, there you uh, go. Just call uh, Revenue Canada. Oh, we did that last year, and they got in trouble. So they, they, but but they, Revenue they, Canada they, doesn't care about oh, kids. No, Revenue Canada doesn't care about kids. It's just if you declare them on your taxes or not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, you imagine hmm. that Revenue Canada shows up. They, yeah, we're here to audit you. Uh, hang on. I just got to move these two dead children I just murdered the <laughs> other day. Yeah, look, I, I don't care about that. We just need to see your books. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it'd be. Wait a minute. Are you collecting a child tax credit for either one of them? But not anymore. Well, then you're fine. Oh, good. <laughs> Are you declaring those dead kids as dependents? No. <laughs> All right, we're good. See, this is where that whole fucking term of not my job comes into play, and I fucking hate that term so much. Yeah, I really do too, actually. Yeah. So it's, it's not my job. It's not, uh, it's not far from the reality. 
of the yeah. situation. I say it at work all the time. Hey, guys, it's not my circus, not my monkey. Right? <laughs> well, fuck. Uh, I've <laughs> say that at work daily, too. Couple. I'm not going to lie. I've already been threatened by this couple. Uh, they, no, threatened with what? They've already well, threatened to charge me with interfering with their lives should I use their actual uh, name and, and sort of try and pin them against the wall uh, out in general, in the general public. Yeah, see, I'm not sure if um, interfering with their lives is a charge that the Crown would pursue. And secondly, there's no defamation case if what you're saying is true. They can't, they can't pursue you for slander. It's not slander if it's true. Which Fair means enough. that I never, the, I never thought of that. So the claims that you would make would mean if they if he were to pursue a lawsuit against you for slander, that means an investigation would have to be done into the allegations to begin with. Well, yeah, the 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 uh, burden of proof is on them to prove that what you're saying isn't true. Yeah. Um, so forcing that hand might actually bring a lot of things to light. No, one other question, Chad. What if say? I mentioned who they are <laughs> and you didn't <laughs> just asking. Okay. So then from, from, from your mouth, for example, mm. that would be hearsay because you don't know any specifics. You don't have any proof. You don't, you know what I mean? You're that far removed that, Hey, this is just what I heard. True. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah. Shit. See, and this, this is why, this is why I get in trouble a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that is very I shoot my true. Off. <laughs> now, if we, if we just want to interfere with their lives, I happen to know of a little podcast with about 14,000 listeners in 21 countries who wouldn't mind hearing about this. Um, I don't mind posting a minute long commercial in the middle of every episode describing them and <laughs> what they do and who they are and their phone number and address. Just, just not their name. <laughs> <laughs> just not their name. Yeah. Um, no, I have no problem with that. I'm not worried about any anything coming down on me. Um, they got a lot of worse things <laughs> to worry about when I'm concerned. <laughs> not going to lie. I could use all the help I can get. Well, we would absolutely. You know, I went out publicly about a month ago, uh, two months ago now almost, um, asking for help. Yeah. Because okay. I'm having a difficult time in family court right now. Um, and and the, the, the outpouring from the community was magnificent i got a lot of good responses i got a lot of uh helpful legal advice um and it's just stop pointing me in the right direction because it's very hard in in bc um to get any help if you don't have money as you said yes if yeah. you have money you're fine i i know a lot of 200 dollars an hour lawyers who would help you out right now but not for less than 200 dollars an hour and, you know, if lawyers are funny that way, too, because they could be your best friend and be like, dude, buddy, I'd help you out any day of the week for $200 an hour. And it's $5,000 retainer, just so you know. But, you know, you're my best friend. Minimum 100 hours banking, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> lawyers, are, they're just like, like, I've talked to guys. I know guys in the profession. And they're like, oh, yeah, man, I'll totally help you out. Just uh, talk to my secretary and work out my retainer. Like, that's not the favor I need. Yeah. I'm very broke. <laughs> <laughs> I need a free lawyer, but no, they don't exist. And legal aid doesn't do family court. So. I, you know, speaking of lawyers, just as a, a little off topic, legal aid doesn't do family court. That's interesting. They yeah. don't because it, uh, they don't really get anything out of it. Um, 
And they're kind of, they're not getting enough funding to do everything, so they had to decide what they want to do, and criminal law is more glamorous, I guess. Fuck. Interesting. Okay. You know, speaking of lawyers, um, there is a, I was helping uh, a friend. I will, they, they will re remain nameless. Uh, I was helping a friend. Uh, this person was um, uh, younger and uh, they were being very mistreated at their job. And it got to the point where this person wanted to sue them for uh, wrongful dismissal. And I got a hold of this one lawyer that does these cases very specifically and, and also does it where, if I don't win, then you then you don't pay. One of those sort of things. Yes, yes, yes. And so when I explained the whole scenario, the guy said, he goes, okay, he says, well, the victim, what's their age? And I said, you know, they're in their 20s. And he said, oh, yeah, no, I don't take cases for millennials. Um, they, they're just a bunch of whiners. <laughs> but this is an unjust this is the very definition of the case of what you advertise that you do yeah no i, I don't touch millennials now i don't give a fuck about that i can't say he's wrong <laughs> well no but i mean the funny thing was but like the facts that i stated like when i first saw it, I said so here's the facts blah blah, blah blah and i give all the facts as it was he's like yep this is an open and shut case guaranteed win they're not even going to let it go to court. They're going to pay it out. You're going to get a decent little windfall. Yeah, no, this is not a problem. I said, okay, so the case isn't with me. It's from this person who's this age. Yeah, no, it won't touch the case. Well, <laughs> Wait, but the facts, you just said the facts were open shut. Now all of a sudden it's an issue? What the fuck? Now, here's here's a, a th thing about millennials. <laughs> my, my last boss, my most recent boss was a millennial. <laughs> I we got I have shipping and receiving for a large corporation and the I got this box of paper for the executive offices. It's like printer paper, right? But it's really swanky, like nice thick paper. So I stole a ream out of the box and I took it up to the executive office and I said, here's your paper. And I, <laughs> I said, Matt stole a Matt stole a ream of paper out of this. Um but he told me very brazenly that if you approach him about it, he's going to act like he has no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and then I went home for the day. <laughs> and I guess they asked him what happened to the paper and he must have acted like he had no idea what they were talking about. Cause I hadn't talked to him all day. He didn't know what was going on. And, um, he whined a lot. He was not, he did not see the humor. <laughs> it just happened. That's a, that's a, like, if, if I had done that 10 years ago, that'd be a funny, jo funny joke, but millennials, they don't see the joke. You no. can't break people anymore. No, it's true. That's very true. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I think a lawyer should have some sort of a oath like a doctor does, but. Oh, don't get me fucking started on a doctor right now. I'm no have fucking where there's a doctor i i i oh my god i want to break this fucking bitch's fucking legs doctors are supposed to be there to help uh somebody when they're in pain and and and, and fuck me this fucking doctor does nothing oh my i think that's changed god. i don't know if that's actually part of their mandate anymore it doesn't seem like it no definitely doesn't um sorry to get off topic there i you're right millennials suck lawyers suck uh, millennial lawyers must be terrible people, Jesus. 
That's a good. That's, that's a good thought. That's a terrifying thought. I'm almost. I'm getting up there. I'm getting close to retirement age. I need these guys to smarten up. Man. Um. So. So. Um, back on topic. Um. So. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm flabbergasted. Like uh, I knew of a of a case where this woman had seven kids, and um, at one point. Uh, five of the seven were taken away from her, um, because of bad parenting. She was, she was an uh, alcoholic and she like child abandonment and all types of fucked up shit. And she ended up having five of the seven taken away from her. And then she gets them back. So now she's got all seven back again. And then she bails on them and skips the province and like literally didn't even tell them. She just left them high and dry, skipped the province and moved to from the province they were moved to Ontario. And um, you know, just basically hooked up with a guy here who had nothing and milked him for whatever she could out of him, basically, and abandoned her kids kids altogether. And the weird thing was, was during all this, she ends up getting a call from her uh, the family services group and said, you know, Hey, I, I, are you like at the house? She's like, no, no, I, I, I'm, I'm in Ontario. And it's like, Oh, well, you know, you're not supposed to like, who's watching the kids. She's like, well, the kids are watching the kids. And she's yeah. like, well, how long are you gone for? So I don't know. I'm not really planning on coming back. And it's like, well, Oh, well, you know, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah. But, you know, I did. So here's where I am. She's like, oh, okay then. And that was it. Well, yeah, they don't really have the authority to do much more than that. Their their next step is to escalate it to the the, the police. And then the police have to go to Crown Council. And... But none of it happened. It's just so weird. Like, wh- why, so did, why they do, did this take the kids then and, and be done with the whole situation? Well, I mean, would they not be better off than trying to, I mean, you got, you got a bunch of fucking kids where only one of them's working, you know, the rest of them are all in school. Like, it's not like they can afford to do anything. Like, right. they, um, you know, like clearly you never saw a party of five, but they can make it work. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> what a fucking reference. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I just don't like if your job is child services and keep in mind, your job description is child services. You're there to make sure that the service, the children, that, that, that's your job. That's your role. That's your fucking title. Child protective services. Child protective services. My God, I forgot the middle word, but middle one that. So like, this is, this is your actual job. And yet they have zero authority and they literally just do nothing. <laughs> um, and I just, and I don't understand why, again, why aren't these people being held accountable? Like, why can't you, like, why doesn't somebody name these guys say, well, this person is the one who is supposed to, you know, do this. Or this is this was my the name of the person who was doing this. You know why? Case, I don't care why. Because rich people who matter in this country don't have these kind of problems. Yeah, that's the only. That's the why. You really yeah. want to know why these people aren't being held accountable? Look at why is there no building inspectors anymore? Why is there no like legislated rules for that? You can just lie to people and sell them a shit house and and. There's no repercussions anymore. It's all realtors run that racket now. There's no oversight. And that's in everything. Child protective services. There's no accountability because the people who vote for the people who make the decisions don't have these problems. They don't care. 
more that's why i keep saying we have to change everything it's not a matter of voting for justin or jagmeet it's tear down the fucking system and start over again with a whole new fresh pot it's not fucking drain the swamp it's get rid of the goddamn swamp bulldoze the whole area and bring in new people yeah because this kind of shit will never change we're, we're voting like look at this election what the fuck why did this happen what is the purpose of this nothing just to, to make justy feel good about himself there's going to be no changes. There's going to be nothing productive whatsoever until... And if, if O'Toole got in or Jagmeet got in or any of them, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's it's not about actually doing anything now. It's just about making each other money. I'm not saying it's good, and I, I more than anything want it changed, but it's never going to change until we change the opinions of the people that actually influence things in this country, and we are not those people. No. It's unfortunate, but no. It's uh, the way I deal. Ideally, I'm in a, one of the most affluent cities in our country. Just a disgusting amount of money here. And the the disconnect between the rich and the poor is terrifying. It's it's almost like the disdain they have for poor people here is almost impressive in a sickening kind of way. Um, but there's no help for anyone. They just... And they... They want them eliminated. They're happy to see us go. They were happy with COVID. They're happy with uh, fentanyl. Because it, it, to them, it just wipes out an eyesore. The less Chads and Gords and Eric's of the world and their kids, who uh, the better. You know, they don't care. They're not going to miss these nine kids if something happens to them. Yeah. But wouldn't they look at them as future voters? That's what I'm hoping, but I don't think so because I think they know that there's enough of me out there to dissuade them from voting the same. Hopefully. But it doesn't seem to be going that way because it seems like the more, the louder and more I pound, pound my chest, the more of the same we all do. So I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. And to think that a guy could walk away from essentially, well, manslaughter at least, um, or even some sort of vehicular homicide or something for a fucking four-year-old. Yeah. That's just, it, it turns my stomach. But again, no one cares. Like, I do, obviously, but I mean, no one who matters cares. And we have to change the people who matter, is what I'm saying. Because um, we don't. We don't matter at all. Nobody cares if we vote. No matter, nobody cares if we do anything or if our children die. It, now... Next, the, the, my question, my, my next question is going to the RCMP watchdog. Um, may, I may not do anything. Well, I, I think you, unless they've done something like grossly negligent. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that works. And that's the other thing, though, because like when, when you go to the watchdog, you need to have proof of the cops being negligent. And when it comes down to it, I would assume that really this just comes down to, um, you know, judging by the laws here in this province, there's nothing outwardly wrong with what's going on. That's the thing. They, they are smart enough to walk just that side of that line, right? Yeah. And it'd be that line that everybody involved, every single person, every RCMP officer, every judge, every fucking cop, every one of them would be on the side going, look, we know they're garbage. 
We know they're horrible people and we know what they're doing. The problem is we can't directly prove what it is they're doing because everything is basically just sort of a form of hearsay. And they know that without a direct proof, physical pictures of violence, video, a live video pictures stream video. of violence. Yeah, that's what we've been told we're lacking. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. Like, you know, um, you know, it's it's not the time of witch hunting as it, as it used to be uh, in that sense. But, you know, it, it, it's a sad, sad state where instead of a cop doing his due diligence and, you know, sitting down and interviewing them and really, you know, seeing who these people are and even doing some minor surveillance, you could be able to find this shit out real fast and easy. It wouldn't take all that long to catch them flipping up. Well, we have here in BC, um, and I'm calling, I know we have quite a few listeners here in BC, and BC listeners, help me out. Um, if you know an easy way to contact um, Minister, um, or it's, it's uh, Mitzi, D- Mitzi Dean is her name. Uh, mm-hmm. She's the Minister of Children and Family Development here in BC. Uh, put us in touch with her and get her on it. She's uh, she's the executive, she's like our MP, for, and she's the Minister of Child and Family Services. Or sorry, child and family development. Um, we could definitely try to get her involved. That would be, I would say, the first step is, yeah, Chad was right all along. Go to the MP. This is that. This is their job. This is what they're there for. This is why we vote for them is to take care of things like this for us. Um, I don't think people understand that enough. That you're supposed to go to your MP with stuff. That's why you vote for them. No, people think you vote for them because that's what you're told to do, but they don't actually do anything. Yeah, but they they do. And if you make them do stuff, they'll do it. Um, they have to, but I think people think, oh, we vote for them and they sit in Ottawa and argue for four years. Uh, that's not what they're supposed to do. So let's get our ministries involved. That's, uh, that's, uh, I don't know. You say these people aren't working. So are they collecting like social services then? They're on welfare. Yep. Okay, great. So we get the, uh, oh shit. I don't remember who he is. The minister of, uh, social development and, uh, poverty reduction. Um, I don't remember his name. Because they got, because I mean, last year before they moved to BC, they got caught in another province doing the exact same thing. Wow. And it's probably now with Serb times, these people like this just fucking have flourished. Because you couldn't prosecute, you couldn't even charge people with a, any doing anything wrong. Like I know a lot of landlords that are just reeling right now from the COVID experience. Um, you know, Selena, you Selena, Robinson. Selena Robinson. Selena Robinson. Selena Robinson? She is the BC Minister of Housing and Social Development. Oh. No, Social Development and Poverty Reduction. Oh. oh okay. Well, my bad then. <laughs> um, we want but poverty. Yeah, I mean, if anybody, if you any minister can assist me in any way, man, like that would just be phenomenal at this point. Oh, this will be, this will be the mission for the for the show for the next for the rest of the year at least we got nothing better to do i don't want to bitch about justin for another six months <laughs> shane simpson shane Simpson. that's right there you go right 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 i've just i've had actually the ministry's getting to know me really well because i was dealing with the uh gaming the minister of public gaming for a long long time oh yes you were that's right um that hasn't resolved itself yet but it's been fun dealing with them like when they said, oh, we have to protect the integrity of gaming. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> integrity BC, of what? <laughs> the integrity of money laundering, you mean? 
That's um, that genius. Um, just, anyway, way off topic. Yeah. So yeah. anyone in BC, if you can, if you're involved with the with the uh, aforementioned ministers, or you can help out, please give us a. I I would almost I almost feel bad giving out the show email. <laughs> yeah, for the first time, this isn't the one we want to hand out. But <laughs> nonetheless. Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina at gmail.com. <laughs> um, get us in touch with uh, anyone who can help in the province, anyone who even has some advice, or if there is a media person who would like to approach it. Um, I certainly don't mind because I am not an accredited media person. They can't do much to me. It's not like I have some big media job to lose. I, I pay a lot for this podcast. I'm certainly <laughs> not going to fire me. <laughs> and i have no problem um approaching people about this um so that's i guess that's the, the only thing i could think of at the moment is yeah let's see what the mp says see what their offices can do right they're usually i don't know where these ones are located i know a lot of them have offices here in Kelowna. um but i guess victoria would be the easy place to look for them i would have to assume uh, that was really funny when I found out like the the guy who was investigating me when I was dealing with the trying to get my gaming license, it turned out his his office was two blocks from the casino I was trying to work at, and I was like, dude, really, it's two blocks away? And what's what the fuck is like? Come interview me. Why are you taking six weeks to make this decision when you're two blocks away? Um, he probably always... drives farther than that just to grab lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he has now since um, been removed from his office, I believe. I I can't get through to him via email or anything. No one's talking about him. I think he's been fired. Uh, anyway, I hope that's all I can hope. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I Jesus, I don't even. My first instinct is like, let's go lynching, but I know that doesn't solve things. No. Well, does it? Not, though I mean. It temporarily does. <laughs> you know what? It, it it might release a little serotonin, but at the end of the day, you end up making their case so much stronger and making yourself look worse and, and getting, you know, you can't do anything if you get yourself in jail. Then you're not helping at all. Yeah, so, no, that's true. <laughs> uh, and violence begets violence and all that crap and blah, 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 blah. And I got to tell kids, protect the, you know, laws would be, People would take them more seriously if we actually used them right and enforced them and enforced them. And, and I think we have to set the example by doing that. And guess what? All you fucks that say, oh, it's just the red light. Who cares? Or it's, it's just the speed limit. Who cares? A law is a law is a law. If you don't follow that one, then who's to say you're going to follow the next one? We have to just set an example by follow the simple little ones instead of saying, oh, I don't give a fuck about the law. I don't care which law it is. You have to follow them. That's how it works. If you don't like it, vote for different people and they and have the laws changed. But it's the same to me when you say, oh, I don't care that the speed limit's this. I do this. Well, then you're just saying that you have no respect for people like Chad and what he's going through. Because this is why the cops don't help us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just sort of giggling when you said about speeding. So I'm just thinking in my head, I'm going, but... That means I have to speed. Otherwise, I'd have to get up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's, but if you can make that kind of a justification in your mind, then you can make the justification on any law. 
Oh, and absolutely I do. <laughs> oh, sure. You're a special case. Was... That's right. <laughs> um, they, didn't, they didn't just put me on the short bus. They gave me one. <laughs> now, I'm also, I'm not saying, well, yeah, that's they probably did. But it's because they needed the other bus for all the other kids. They, did, they, they just didn't trust me near the rest of them. Um, and, you know, these buses do have a weight limit. Um, that's true. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. Where was I? Yeah. Fat joke. Um, now, now I'm not saying, well, I got to throw away the one every episode. Every once in a while. Um, that's okay. You can hit me with any number of, you know, it's not like I'm, where do you want to start with the Eric jokes? Right. Um, I'm not saying I agree with the laws of this country. A lot of them are ridiculous, but I'm saying we have to go through the correct process to have them changed is, is where I'm going with that. I'm not saying I agree with them. Yeah. But the system is in the state it's in because we don't respect it and we don't use the processes that we set forth a hundred years ago to, to, we don't implement them and utilize them. And then the system becomes the joke that it is today. Now we have to wait for a new system or we just deal with it. Cause it's the fucking problem that we've made. You know, just, just the to, monster we created is what I was going for there. Just to keep on the table of the speeding, you know, like the, like the laws or not. Um, but when you start getting a quote unquote study that comes out that says, Hey, look, the reason why there's fucking so many accidents on the highway it's not because of the speeders. It's because of the people driving the speed limit that the speeders have to avoid. No, that's not true. That's a <laughs> bullshit thing that shitty drivers tell each other to feel good about themselves. It's not true. If everyone was doing the proper <laughs> speed limit, there wouldn't be issues like this. Right? I mean, <laughs> the fact that there's actually a study that people that you, you can literally find the study online. It is the study that was actually done. The fact that that exists <laughs> tells you. Everything you need to know about everything about society today. See, these studies, we got to be careful when we say studies. It's like these experts. Oh, there was an expert. He gave his expert testimony. That doesn't mean anything. That means you paid him to say something. That's right. <laughs> Who paid for the study? That's Who the paid first for the question study? Question. And first that question. doesn't even matter because the people doing it, usually it's the company who is being charged with something that gets their experts to do a study. And then the study shows that, oh, yeah, smoking's fine. It's got vitamin C in it and shit. <laughs> it's got vitamin A. No, that's arsenic. Oh, my bad. The, it's <laughs> the people. I could do a study. Guess what? I could show up with any study saying anything you want tomorrow. I could show up, hand chat a study that says, hey, fucking hitting four-year-olds is good for your van. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Sadly enough, though, oh. you could put that and say, I just found a study that says this. Here's the link. It could be a link to a bullshit page and be like, oh, my God. And it would be everybody would take it as fucking word of fucking God. And people go, hey, I've got a study that shows that this piece of fabric that specifically says it doesn't protect against viruses will protect against this virus. As long as you all <laughs> wear them all the time and stand six feet apart and get a fucking needle. <laughs> Just don't read the packaging <laughs> when you Guess buy what? your masks. I can do a study that says anything, and I could get someone to come up with those facts, and I can manipulate any statistic you want. And all I have to do is say, well, I don't know that hitting four-year-old kids is good for your family, but I've never heard anyone say it isn't. <laughs> I don't know that Gord eats babies, but he's never said he doesn't. 
can't. Shut up. I'll eat you later. Where's the barbecue sauce? That's that's all you have to be like. <laughs> you, it's so, like I said, it's hard to prove defamation. It's very hard to prove slander. And, and you can sidestep it so easily with just a play on words. Yeah, that's very true. Terrifying as that is. Very true. I oh, know because I do it to people all the time. <laughs> it's horrible. It's how I stay out of trouble. <laughs> like you can say anything and just put things in people's minds. Have you ever really seen Joe Biden in the daylight? I'm not saying he's a vampire. I'm just saying, have you seen this reflection? Me either. <laughs> just, just, just pointing that out. <laughs> and people uh, go, well, you know what? Maybe he could be a vampire, and it, it just takes one, and then all of a sudden, fucking coronavirus. So, um, you know, speaking of, by the way, of this pretty much the exact topic, um, I was listening to uh, was it CBC Radio, CBS, CBC Radio, and uh, they were they had this hour long discussion panel um, talking about um, having to get the third booster shot of the vaccine because this one doesn't last as long as they thought it would and yada, yada, yada. And so that, so what they did was, is they had uh, a panel of quote unquote experts, a virologist, uh, uh, a guy who runs a lab that I think he differentiates different colors. I don't know. Um, they had all these sort of experts and they're all giving their opinions. They're all talking about this and that and how it's a good thing. It'll be fine. And they all kept referencing this study the very recent study that's come out that has shown that the good far outweighs the bad and that no major big things came out in order to give the vaccine to children. It was all this blah, 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 blah. And it just went on and on and on and on and on. And then a person called in and said, hey, where's like who did the study? If it's not done through the FDA, then who did the study? And they, and, and they said, well, Pfizer. And the, yeah. and, and the whole fucking the whole panel everything stopped as soon as the one the uh, the virologist as soon as they said well pfizer okay folks that's the end of the show thank you very much well yeah of course <laughs> god i'm like wow this was so blatant like you're taking um, the now i don't want to i don't want to take away from chad's story by any means but i did hear a great story yesterday and allegedly the i the uh, chief medical officer of, of Alberta yeah. uh, resigned. He resigned his post and he came forward saying that they know the numbers long before they release the numbers. And as soon as there's a drop in cases, that's when they lock everything down. They wait until there's a drop in cases, they lock everything down, and then they've got proof that their lockdown's working. Oh, Jesus. Well, that makes perfect sense for them. But the numbers are already dropping. Like, yeah. And then that's when they go, oh, it's terrible. We got to lock everything down. And then they, the numbers were dropping anyway. And they go, look at the numbers dropping. We did great. We all have to wear masks for two years. So they take the credit for it. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, he also says that he has over 8,000 or something like 255 patients, but he's got like 5,000 beds. So he's not sure where these hospitals being overrun really are uh, he says they've always been overworked and underpaid there's no there's nothing different because of covid that's just hospitals well we actually exposed part of that in the show uh during the the crisis like during the peak of this whole thing when they talked about there's hospital like you no know, the hospital the hospitals are all completely they're packed everything else it was two hospitals <laughs> yeah in the entire country <laughs> what it boiled down it was 
two, two hospitals that, that had a lot of COVID patients in just two, not yeah. all, just two. And no yeah. two were in the same city <laughs> of those two. They were completely different fucking areas. There's a lot more medical professionals coming forward and speaking and likely losing their jobs because of it. But, uh, yeah. There's a lot more coming out. I don't know what they're doing, and I don't. I think I agree with what I've heard so far. Yes, it is as bad as the seasonal flu. And if you're someone who should be worried about the seasonal flu, you should be worried about this. If not, then fuck it. And if you need a booster shot every year, then let's make it like the flu shot. You get it or you don't, and you just shut the fuck up, and nobody cares. Yeah. I don't get a flu shot because I'm tremendously lazy, and they never. If they came to me, I'd probably let them do it. I'm not anti-vaccine by any means. I'll take the flu. I don't mind. It makes my immune system stronger. I'll be fine. Sure. (laughs) Um, I don't want to get vaccinated against it. I really, I I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's going to come out someday and someone's going to look stupid. It's not going to be me. And no one's going to apologize. No. But until that happens, let's focus on Chad and his thing. Uh, (laughs) I'm still, like I said, I went, when, um, we first sort of discussed this. I was just blown away by just uh, how how much information come came forward, and how little is being done with each new thing of information that comes forward. I, for me, that's yeah. just that's the mind fuck through the whole thing. Well, it's all money, and investigations are expensive. Yeah, and yeah. you don't want to put your job on the line investigating something that you shouldn't be or whatever falsely accusing or whatever you know it's so everyone's so scared now with this fucking cancel culture that we live in everyone's too scared to do their fucking job anymore yeah it, and and that's you know what that's probably more more valid than any other point that we've made about this so far is that it pro- probably a lot of this strictly just comes down to well if i investigate this family and it's wrong I'm going to lose everything because, you know, people will be mad because I exactly. did my fucking job, which is, and I that's the keyword. I'm going to lose everything. Yeah. And everyone is in such a tenuous, you know, it's this system. We all live on fucking credit. The richest people in the country are $500 away from insolvency. It's, it's, it can be taken away from you so fucking easily. Yeah. That people are terrified. And it is, it, we all become incredibly fucking selfish when we're scared like that. All of a sudden, nothing matters. The biggest social heroes in the world, most of them, a lot of them, not most, I should say, but a lot of them. Just all of a sudden, it's amazing how quickly you throw your values out the window if your personal security is threatened. It's very true. Very, very true. Sad, sad, but true. I think when Metallica wrote that song, they wrote about this conversation specifically. Uh, No, I just saw an interview with them about about the Black Album because 30th anniversary of the Black Album. Fuck, I'm old. Yeah, right? Um, Elton John says one of the greatest albums ever made. Uh, yeah. It was their peak and technically the beginning of their downfall, but yeah. Um, just It's just cool that the, the respect they give for that record. I respect the shit out of Metallica. I, I, I was sad when after they finished the Black Album, they all died and never made another album again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's still going with that theory. Eh? <laughs> it makes me feel better about them. Well, James's voice changed. What do you, it's, it's clearly not the same guy. <laughs> yeah, right? Hair's all short. They all got tattoos and piercings now. Like, what the fuck? It's not Metallica. Axel's latest excuse is he got food poisoning. 
What, that's why his voice. That's why he sounds so terrible. Oh, like food poisoning lasts like twenty four hours, dude. <laughs> this has been a long tour. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, sorry, that's way off topic now. Just, I, I have to clarify something because uh, I brought this to the show. Um, remember the whole thing where Nikki Six re, uh, gave Vince Neil the ultimatum when I told you yeah. about that? Yeah. So turns out Nikki Six is livid because he never fucking said that. <laughs> The conversation never happened, and it oh, all. Oh yeah, came... that'd be the first thing I say when Vince Neil came at me too. No, it was John Karabi, the um, uh, the guy who was slated to replace him. John Karabi was the one who came forward and said, uh, "Yeah, Nikki needs to get his ass off the fucking pot and uh, tell people I never received a phone call. I was never included in this conversation. I would never fucking join Motley Crue again. It would never happen. They don't fucking want me. I don't want them." It's never going to happen. Vince Neil was never given an ultra fucking man. I know this because I fucking talked to him. <laughs> His whole big thing came out. So, yeah, uh, somebody's getting in trouble for that fucking story getting released. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But it's funny how the media, that's how the media operates. All of them now. It's, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. Because what do you do? You retract the story and you go on with your life. Oh, we were wrong. Nikki didn't say that. Someone else did. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. And that's, then it's just okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's horrible. It's stupid. Um, but really, that's been the whole point for four fucking years on this show now. Uh, you can't listen to the media. They're not telling you the truth most of the time. Yep. Um, God damn it. <laughs> so, ministers and media people out there who aren't willing to tackle a... Uh, a story that's going to be huge for your career if you do it properly. Please get in touch with our show. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina at gmail.com or you can get us on all the socials. We're everywhere. Eric and Gord at Eric and Gord usually. Um, shit, you can reach me via my personal email. It might be Eric at gmail.com. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing, chat. You don't know this. I laugh because um, uh, Eric has had more than one email address uh 42 <laughs> i believe i have at the moment google, just google that's not counting outlook yeah it's just google oh. <laughs> i mean the show itself has had quite a few over the years i i have i got one of those password managers apps like to it mm. helps you store all your passwords and it looked it brought up accounts that i completely forgot about when it was making up passwords for all my accounts. I've got like 1,200 different accounts for various things. Wow. That's impressive. <laughs> Google ones all came up. I There was some that I forgot about. Oh, that are man. great. I wish I... Um, our sound quality has just dropped real dramatically all of a sudden. I, I know we have a storm this way. Yeah. Well, we got one too. Yeah, we got a storm going on here. Uh, but yeah, our. I don't even think. Is Eric even still here? Uh, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just. The sound just broke up real bad. Uh, yeah, I, I saw you guys. Out up. Yeah. Well, the weather uh, could be. So, yeah, so we got a storm rolling in. Fair enough. Um, we will cut it short. We will, uh, Chad, feel free to come back anytime and, and update us on the story. 
uh, we'll do what we can to help you out. Absolutely. Thanks, gentlemen. We are here to help. Uh, we're not just a bunch of assholes. We are actually here to help, too. Every once in a while, we, we try. Take care. We do something serious yes. on this show where we actually try. Five. I'm just <laughs> going to make that effort. 20. I'm just going to give a final tally here. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 40. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 50. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 56 yep. Gmail accounts I have. <laughs> and each one you're probably still catching fucking messages on too. <laughs> I don't get to check them all, but... <laughs> 56 fucking gmail guys i didn't know it's amazing it's a i have a i have a problem um <laughs> so that's it kids i guess we can, we better go before this storm does yeah i gotta get to bed anyway i gotta work at 11 um uh so that's it yeah. kids until next time take care of each other and expose these people in bc please Yes. Um, yeah. If anybody else that's listening to this knows what we're, what and who we're talking about, somebody um, knows. and you want to help build a case or you know of ways to help, please reach out to us. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina at gmail.com. Um, let us know uh, Facebook, Twitter, yada, all that bullshit. But uh, yeah, help us out, help chat out. Um, and let's, let's bring these sick fucks to justice. Thank you, gentlemen. Like Thank you. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming right. on, buddy. Appreciate it. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what to think, but I'm glad he came to us for help. I wish we knew more, but I can see where he's coming from by not telling us more at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, like you said, he is limited on that front of what details he could <sighs> actually give, but pretty crazy. It is crazy. Um, cautious, though. Yeah. I don't know. The, 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 I, I don't know. I don't want to say anything at this point. I'm, uh, it, uh, I'll just leave it at what Gord said. I think he said it very well. If you can help, please, please help. Uh, we do try to do something good on this show every once in a while. It's been a long time, actually, since we've had the opportunity. So, oh, it's true. Uh, let's make this, uh, let's make this one count. I agree. I concur. Okay. And uh, just uh, for the next two weeks, I don't want to hear fucking you can't fix stupid. Yes, you can get smart. <laughs> this is such a toxic fucking saying, in my opinion. It wasn't funny when whatever the, the Redneck Comedy Festival brought it up. But <laughs> the now it's just become, oh, you can't fix stupid. Yes, you fucking can. <laughs> you can stop being stupid. We can make you smarter. It's a toxic, fucking retarded thing to say. That's it. I'm going away now. <laughs> I agree. Well, Good then. night, Gord. This is a lot of fun. Thanks, buddy. I hope we see you next Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I don't see why we won't. Where I will possibly be broadcasting from the middle of the forest. Oh, this is going to be so good. Oh, I can <laughs> yell in the forest. <laughs> right? Um, uh, just for the record, I'll also say since we're still in the air. Um I'm going to try to uh, bring some topics just to make you angry. Oh, just because I, now you can finally yell. I can. Um, I, I don't have cell service, but apparently the, the internet's good out there. Nice. That'll work. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll put it to the test. Um, might not be next week. Might be the week after. No, it is next week, isn't it? 
Fuck, it's late in the year already. Yep. I gotta go. Goodbye, kids. See ya, fuckers. I'll uh, I'll text you, Gordon. Let you know what I'm thinking in my brain. Okay. All right, man. Awesome. Uh, oh, I should stop this. I guess. And yeah. bye bye. <laughs>